Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock. I'm your host, Fred Stradamus. I am here with Baru Betts. It is week seven of college football. It's hard to believe it's week seven, but it is week six of NFL. We're going to talk a little bit about this baseball playoff action. We're going to discuss live betting, and then we're going to get into our college football bets. We're going to talk a little bit about the big three games. That's LSU, Florida, Iowa, Penn State, Texas, Oklahoma. And before we do all of that, I want to know, Brew Bets, what did you think about that Dodgers game last night? Incredible. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much seeing your own team win a playoff game. To see Clayton Kershaw choke like that when we all knew of his reputation of choking, and it's just beautiful. And then you see all the Dodger fans. The best part was the Dodger fans being like, oh, he got the strikeout, like we're back, he's finally going to do this again, blah, blah, blah. They're going to brag on Twitter. And then he just comes in, lofts an 89-mile-hour fastball to Rendon and then to Soto, and it's back-to-back. And it's beautiful. And it just got me thinking how amazing it is to see your rivals lose, how I can maybe even be an MLB manager. The fact that he left Kershaw in was ridiculous. Just managers making mistakes left and right. Um, as You, you know, really like, think you could be an MLB manager? Well, I think I could do a lot of things better than that they do. Like the, the Cardinals went up 13-0 or whatever it was, and he's leaving Jack Flaherty in. No need for that. Um, there's just a lot of things. I mean, if you look at my baseball record and you look at my baseball IQ, Besides, you know, I'll just throw a fat uh, lip in, and I'll just be one of the guys and go get them, team, and let's go hit, hit some balls, throw some balls, and we'll we'll take the win. You know, it can't be that hard. Did you see the Cardinals manager his rant or his post game speech? Because that I, was incredible. I did see his. I could do that. That was good. But you I think that, I could. That's right out of the Baru playbook. Yeah, there you go. I could definitely do that. I just think that some of the times. There's no reason like you don't need to leave in pitchers for a hundred pitches when you're up thirteen zero. And you don't need to bring in Clayton Kershaw so some people on Twitter are happy about a narrative when, in reality, you should have brought in Maeda to face the righty. And you have your best reliever, Kenley Jansen, and then you leave Joe Kelly in. There's just so many mistakes. And I would be bet, I'd be willing to bet that Dave Roberts gets fired. Would you want him as the San Francisco Giants manager? No, he's an idiot. Okay. All right. There you have it. Brew Betts knows baseball better than baseball managers. Did you, if you knew it so well, did you make any money live betting? I did. I got very I got oh. very lucky yesterday. I live bet the under 17 and a half on the Cardinals Braves game when it was run scored. Run scored. It was 9-0 <laughs> and it was 17 and a half and I was like I got to take this. And then well first I was going to take it at 8 and a half, but it wouldn't load for me and then it goes like off the board so I didn't get it through and then the next thing you know Cardinals get six runs, which is just just Jesus looking down on me on you know on Yom Kippur just thanking me for <laughs> for everything. So that was great. And then the one, the funny thing was I took it at nine and a, or 17 and a half and it was nine runs. And then McCann's fat ass slips on a wild pitch and can't throw to first. So they already got an extra run. But the best thing about live betting, as we all know, is it can make anything interesting. And I was probably the only one interested in a 13-1 baseball game in the fifth inning, in the sixth inning, seventh inning, et cetera. It is the best. So you're sitting there watching this 13-1 game just dying that there aren't, what, three more runs scored? Yeah, just hoping. Like, I'm, I'm getting mad about errors, different different plays, people striking out, people getting runs in. It's just, like, just all random things that literally, I mean, you can't find anyone who's, a Cardin- who's not a Cardinals or Braves fan who's going to care about this game that's 13-1 in the sixth inning. Like, for it's it's over pretty much. No, I, one of the things I love about live betting is when you're sitting there trying to get a good live line and you're just kind of 
watching it shift back and forth. Yeah. And like trying to figure out when am I going to take it? When am I not going to take it? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, should I take it? Oh, no, no. It's like, it's like you don't know what to do. It's like, you're like freaking out. It's like, oh, I got to take it. And then you don't. And then you're like, oh, I should have taken it. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But it's so much fun. It's like you're just sitting there just waiting to pounce. It's a game within the game. It's like yeah. this whole thing. And sometimes, sometimes it kind of spoils it for you. If you see the live line move like 10 seconds before the broadcast or Yeah, because it's ahead. Yeah, which which is kind of fun too. And then you, you get to sound smart in front of your friends. Like, oh, yeah, you're like, oh, something's going to happen here. And then someone's going to be like, can you stop fucking doing that? And then a lot of my friends like, oh, it's going to be, be a base hit, touchdown, something like that. And like, shut the fuck up. So, so we're, we're both that guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, also incredible with that game yesterday, I had the over – seven and a half total runs scored for the game and that happened within one out we hit it one out into the game that's pretty absurd that almost never happens it was 0.1 into the game no it was incredible i've never had anything like that i mean just to win a bet like that but then again i tuned out the rest of that game i had no interest in what was happening so here's i have a take that might not be good or bad i don't really know we'll see how you you like it but i'll tell you if you're if you're in the red, you want one of those uh, bets like that. Like you just want it to be over right away, bing bang boom. But if you're on a like nice little heater, you're in the green, like you kind of like getting a little sweat. Like you know you're up. Like it's kind of fun to have that sweat where you get that that last home run. Like it was eight to one on the Twins Yankees game on fr- Friday or Saturday, and they got a base hit and made it eight to two for the over nine in the ninth inning. It's like those are just so much fun sometimes, and in in comparison to the one where that you get right away. And some people might just like it, you know, the nice cool one, but I'm kind of I'm kind of game for the sweat sometimes. I have a take on your Let's take. Hear it. Let's hear it. That's kind of a psychopath take. However, <laughs> I'm with you. I am a psycho as well in in this regard. The whole point of it is to enjoy the game, to win some money and to just have that stress and then you finally get your win and it's like this amazing relief. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a true climax, you could say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it goes it goes back and forth. Uh, definitely, if you're in the red, or actually, I don't even know. Sometimes when you're in the red, it almost makes it better because you need it more than anything, and it's like you've been sweating the whole time. So and then it's really just worth it when it comes down to the last minute, and you get you get some penalty, you get your 10 second runoff, like all that shit. You're just losing your mind instead of me just hitting it five minutes into the game and just kind of yeah. kick it back. I mean, that was great. But but there's something to be said for the excitement. It's why we're all here. Now, <laughs> exactly. It's why we're all here. Now, if you're a fan, you don't want to lose that way, right? You don't want to lose, or would you rather just be put away? Put out I think you'd rather be taken out back. Like you want it to be over with. Like yeah. that's much better than than just losing in the last minute. But if you're a better, yeah, that's true. If you're a better, I'm okay. I don't know. I think I'm okay with losing in the last minute just because, like, you everyone's been there and it's like oh man that fucking sucks like you suck but it's like it doesn't last forever like when your you team loses bet. you get to yeah bet you get another bet you can make it back when your team loses the season's over like that's it you gotta wait another year and then you gotta hear everyone make fun of your team like that's it betting it does suck but at least you have the entertainment for the entire game and you can literally just win it back on the next one it's that simple i love it no i, th- I think that's a great take you can always if you just get pummeled as a team you can kind of accept that the other team is better yeah yep all right i love that let's get into our college football bets before we get into the big three games let's have our own personal takes and then and then we'll kind of talk about those those great games coming up 
Brew bets, lead us off. Uh, the first bet I like is Iowa State minus 10. I might be falling into a little bit of a trap because I, they were my biggest bet of the last weekend, and they killed TCU. And I don't know how much you believe in falling a team after they after you bet on them and they win convincingly for you, but I'm still going to take them. I don't think West Virginia is that good. West Virginia got up for Texas and still lost by 11. And West Virginia, I don't really see them getting up for Iowa State. So I'm going to take Iowa State minus 10. Question. That, Yes. Do you feel loyal to Iowa State? Uh, I do. I had them a lot last year. I've been following them. They lost David Montgomery and Akeem Butler, but they still have Brock Purdy. I like Matt Campbell. I think I know a little bit too much about Iowa State, considering I'm from San Francisco and I've never been to Iowa. But uh, I like them. I think they're good. Like I said last week, they could be 4-0. They could be 5-0 now. Um, they're a really good team. And I just don't think West Virginia, especially after getting up for Texas, is going to be able to stay with them even though 10 points on the road but i'll still take it next one i like is nevada money line it's at minus 130 right now against san jose state uh i have an up and down relationship with nevada but i think san jose state's getting overvalued nevada got shit on by hawaii but nevada's starting malik henry this week the guy from florida state who honestly should have been starting all along the last chance you guy last chance you guy and san jose state is still san jose state nevada's at home and yeah, it's, it's just simple to me. Nevada's the better team. I'm taking the better team with finally the, a good quarterback starting at home. Next one, Texas plus 10.5. Pretty simple. They've covered the last six Red River shootouts. Tom Herman has an underdog, 13-3. and three. I mean, Tom Herman has an underdog, basically. Simple as that. And my final one is we're going to keep fading Nebraska. I don't think they're good. Minnesota minus seven at home. Uh, I believe P.J. Fleck is the coach. Row the boat, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm taking the Golden <laughs> Gophers at home, minus seven versus Nebraska. All right. I Now, I'm going to tail you on Iowa State. I, I'm tailing you because, one, West Virginia is awful. Iowa State is so well coached. I think they're a little undervalued here because of their record. So I am with you on the Cyclones. Let's have a hurricane. Yeah, um, or a Cyclone. Okay, fine. I don't right. think a cyclone uh, is a hurricane. It's it's not. I'm pretty uh, sure a cyclone well, is a tornado, and a hurricane can have high winds, but it's not a tornado. No, no, that's right. Uh, I love meteorology, too. That was just a mistake. I is, got distracted. <laughs> you do love yeah. meteorology? What's your favorite uh, type of storm? A hurricane. Okay. All right. Fair I enough. Mean, I've lived through them. I'm from Houston. I, I didn't get, even know they got hurricanes in Houston. What do you, I didn't have school for a week once. We called it hurricane. Oh, there was that whole thing, the floods. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, they get the hurricanes all the time. Anyways, yeah. not our finest moment. Let's move on. <laughs> um, I've got Missouri minus 12 at home versus Ole Miss. Uh, you now, Missouri is a personal rival. That it, I don't like him as a Kansas guy, but I think they're pretty fucking good. Kelly Bryant, it depends if he's healthy or not. Doesn't he have some injury issue? I have not been I, paying attention I, to I Missouri should, at all, to be I honest. I should know this. Missouri is good. They just beat... They beat Troy by 32. They beat South Carolina 34 to 13. They beat West Virginia 38 to 7. They did lose to Wyoming to open the season. I think that's a little bit more fluky as we've seen more games from Mizzou. I think they're undervalued. I go with the Missouri Tigers at home crushing Ole Miss. Now, this next one I don't I don't feel great about, but I've got Illinois plus 23. They're at home against Michigan. Yuck. I, Yuck. <laughs> Illinois is Illinois is yuck. Her, they got look. Here's the <laughs> look the the cringe in your voice. You know they got it is nothing, bro. 
at home, they they play close games. Is Lovey Smith still the coach? He is. Oh God! They just lost to Minnesota, forty to seventeen. Jesus! But, but num- a, a ranked <laughs> Michigan team rolls into town again. I don't think Michigan's that good. So give they're me, not. But Illinois is really bad. Give me twenty three points at home. All right. We'll we'll talk about this one next week. This is like you know, and then I've got a Friday night special. Friday night special. Miami minus two at home against Virginia. Thoughts? Uh, I believe Miami has a new quarterback. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, those are my thoughts. I don't. I honestly, all I've I haven't really besides the first game, I haven't watched too much Miami. All I've just seen is them not covering and them being terrible. But I know they had that huge comeback. They won last week, right? Or they lose against Uh, Tech? I think you don't even know. They came back. They came back and won, right? Yeah. Let's hope that's right. Uh, too bad we don't have a stat boy to help us out on that. But no, stat boy. No, they. Oh no, they lost. They, they lost, lost that. They lost by seven. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Woo. Nice. Good knowledge there. Uh, but they did, did come back. They were down twenty-one-zero. I think whatever it is, the quarterback's supposed to be good. Um, that's all I got for you. I don't really feel good about that game. I don't really like the Illinois bet or the Miami bet, but. Friday night special at home. I can see why you're leading that way but with the new quarterback, a little juice. They've got a, crowd. a virgin quarterback coming in at Friday night at home. You know he's that. good. I don't know his name, but apparently he's good. Yeah, and he's a, he's a young virgin playing in his first game, and he's going to pop his cherry by covering. All right. That's kind of weird. Anyways, let's get into the big three games. Parker, we already heard your take a little bit on OU Texas. I'm going to elaborate on that one. I, I just want to say you're on Texas. I'm going to – I lean Oklahoma in this game. Every once in a while, you get a blowout in these games. I've said all year long that Texas is overvalued. Well, there hasn't been a blowout the last six years. Well, I mean, last year was last year was a twelve point game. That was the Big Twelve Championship. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, it wasn't in <laughs> Dallas. It wasn't in Dallas. You're nope, right. It was not. No, no, you're. <laughs> but but in 2012, it was 63-21 Oklahoma. Right. That was seven years ago. Yeah, people don't forget. So my thought here, I haven't had as much prep time as normal for the podcast, um, but here's the deal. I think Oklahoma's a whole lot better than Texas, and I think if they get rolling, we'll have a blowout in a Sooners cover. Again, uh, God, the planes flying around your house here are very distracting. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's Fleet Week in San Francisco. <laughs> it is Fleet Week. Get ready. Support our military. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I, I think Texas is overvalued. I was under on their season one total. Uh, I haven't really been riding them all year. Took LSU when they played them earlier in the year. I've taken Oklahoma this time. Now, F- Florida LSU. You have any takes on this? Uh, I have to. Unfortunately, takes. I you got plenty. I got plenty of takes. I love LSU. Uh, they got athletes everywhere. They're finally they finally started doing shit on offense. Joe Bur- Joe Burrow is really good, and he's cocky as shit. Uh, I love the way Ed Orgeron coaches and talks. I just love LSU, but. <laughs> I love the way Ed Ogeron talks. It's true. It's he just 13 great. and a half. Florida's defense is good. I don't think Florida's going to win this game. Uh, if you gave me it at 9 or 8, I'd take LSU. But 13 and a half is just too many points with that, how good that Florida defense is. So I have to stay away, unfortunately. But I love LSU, and I'll be back on them later in the year. For the Texas OU, I've bet uh, Texas. I bet the Red River shootout. The last five years and been on Texas the entire time, so I'm not going to stop now. Especially when they win every when they cover every time. So those, I mean, there's just no way you're convincing me to bet Oklahoma. And I don't think Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd is that his name? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, you're good. 
you know, whatever. Jalen Hurd, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he's good, but I'm still a little. I they haven't played anyone amazing yet, so I think I think Texas double double digit spread will keep this. They'll be able to cover. Jalen, it hurts when I pee. Yeah. Sure. Um, no, no. I think OU is just incredible. I'm going Lincoln Riley. He finally gets his nut against Texas. But uh, he has <laughs> what he did last year. It's not like he doesn't beat Texas. Yeah, and he beat him by 12 in the conference title game. Yeah, but that's a different different uh, location. Aren't they both in Dallas? Yeah, they're both in Dallas. They're just in different stadiums. Well, there's, that makes a big difference. That, it does make a difference, but it's the same city. Yeah, that's true. There's, but it is a different environment. The Cotton Bowl, you got the classic 50-50 OU-Texas split right down the middle. I love that scene. It's awesome. It always gets me hyped. Um Again, on Florida LSU, I'm kind of on the same page here. Love LSU. I think they're great. But Florida, their defense is so good. They owned Auburn. The Their offense fumbled the ball three times in the first half yet last last week, and they still covered. They still won. Can I we mean, uh, shout is, out Bo Nix for yes. fucking finally? We've been saying it for five yes. fucking weeks. Bo Nix, thank you. This is who you are. You suck. Finally, 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 the world got to see what we've been preaching. You're not fucking good at football. The defense has been bailing you out forever, and it finally came back to bite them in the ass. We were all over Florida last week, and it really came through. Again, I'm not going to bet it, but I would take Florida with the points, and and the reason I'm not betting it is because LSU is so good, it would pain me to bet against them. Yeah, so those are two analytical takes, or not analytical, but some, some analysis from both of us, but no bets on the game. That's all right. And then Iowa Penn State, also a stay away from me. But I just don't think I could bet against Iowa at home in a night game. They always cover in these night games. It's gonna. It's normally like 13 to 10, or some team is just miserable playing there at Kinnick Stadium at night. Penn State's been great. We've been betting them all year. But, man, I just cannot bet against Iowa this week. So I got heckled for liking Penn State on the preview pod. I was yes, made fun of. I was made fun of. I had the take. I think they're really fucking good. Um, they absolutely murdered Maryland. Was that last week or two weeks ago? Who knows? Who? <laughs> that's true. Who knows? Uh, I don't even past. Did, were they, were, were they, people do forget that. Man, they might have been on a buy. That could have been last week. Who knows? They're really fucking good. Per, I could see myself definitely taking Penn State per some Fleet Week action. It's a late Saturday game. Have a couple of white claws. Hey, you know, Penn State looks pretty good. And I'm probably going to end up taking Penn State because I've been on them all year and I can't stop now. I cannot wait for you to be drunk watching Penn State struggle and Iowa run the ball all game. And it come down to the very end. I Penn feel State's like, Penn State's a wagon, man, and they're going to keep trucking. They're, I mean, they're great, but man, does anyone blow out Iowa? No, no, especially a night game at home. It would be shocking to see them get blown out. The line in this game is what three, three and a half. Pulling it up, three and I a half. I believe right it's now. three and a half. Yeah, it's Iowa plus three and a half. I oh. bet you that'll be down to three by Saturday. Yeah, I and I get you taking it by three. Um, Penn State is the more talented team. I was just so fundamentally. Penn sound. State's also has a better coach. No. Yes. I, Nick, what? Kirk Ferentz. You're going against Kirk Ferentz. The Kirk God? Ferentz is mediocrity. No, no. You're for what he's doing at Iowa. Uh, year know, after man. year after year, that guy is success. 
I would love to be Kirk Ferentz. James Franklin. James Franklin will be the next coach at USC if it's not Urban Meyer. You can book that one. James Franklin is is a good coach, but is he as consistent as the great Kirk Ferentz, who built a really great program at Iowa? His head kind of looks like a condom, to be honest. But Kirk, he's Ferentz? a great. Co- no, James Franklin. But he's a great. <laughs> but, he, but he's a great fucking coach. And they okay. just plug. They just plug these random QBs and running backs in. It doesn't fucking matter. They got athletes everywhere. I'm talking to myself on the knee lines right now. I love it. Since 2015, Kirk Ferentz, Iowa, 12 and two, eight and five, eight and five, nine and four, and they're four and one now. This isn't Michigan, where this would be considered mediocre. At Iowa, I consider that to be excellent. That guy's excellent. Ah, uh, yeah, he's mediocre in my mind. All right, you well, can't change it. <laughs> he's been to multiple, you know, Orange Bowls, Rose Bowls. They got crushed by Stanford that one year. They got crushed by USC in 2002. Brad I was Banks. at that game. Brad was, Banks, Iowa quarterback. Don't forget. Fun fact, Brad Banks was number two in the Heisman voting that year behind Carson Palmer, who was number one. I was at the game in Miami, 2002 Orange Bowl. I think, I think we've allotted our, uh, our limit of time for Iowa football talk, to be honest. You're right. Well, they play Penn State, so it's a big game. All right. Is there anything else you want to cover? You, you want to have any NFL takes or... Leave leave that to our resident NFL experts out there on Twitter. Uh, I'll throw out I'll throw out just my NFL picks that I'm leaning towards. I don't know yet because NFL. I don't know, man. You watch the sport, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You never know what's going to happen. But I like Panthers minus two, Bengals plus against, eleven. Against, can you tell us who they're playing? Panthers yeah. minus two in London against the Bucks. The Thank only you. reason I'm taking this is because the Panthers got in on Thursday, which is today, and the Bucks got it. The Bucks get in tomorrow, and the Bears last week got in on Friday. And the Raiders got in earlier, and the Raiders won the game. I love that logic. The Bengals, I'm taking them because the Ravens are overrated and kind of fraudy. Jets plus seven, too many points at home. Titans plus two and a half because the Titans uh, do this weird thing where they win games they shouldn't and lose games they should win. It's all over the place. And then Eagles plus three because whenever Kirk Cousins plays a good team, I'm betting against him. I love that. All right. Yeah, the Eagles line is really weird to me. That almost makes me want to bet the Vikings. It's Vikings minus three at home against the Eagles. Kirk Cousins against bad teams we bet. Kirk Cousins against good teams we bet against. Yep. All right. Now, I want to toot our own horn for a second. Last week, we were all over the Broncos against the Chargers because we said the Chargers sucked. We said they were overrated. Now, Sunday night football, we've got the Chargers at home favored by a touchdown against the Steelers. Are the Steelers that bad? The Steelers are starting their third-string quarterback. Um, yeah. I, for, I don't know his name. I do know that Mason Rudolph wasn't good, and I don't think it's going to matter, and the defense has been playing well. Uh, and if you look, besides that shit show against the, the Patriots, the Steelers haven't lost a game by more than three points, I don't think. They lost to the Niners by three. They lost to the Ravens by three, and they lost to the Seahawks by two. And I think that defense travels... I'm a little worried because it's a little bit of a bounce box, bounce back spot for the Chargers. But then again, the Chargers have no fans and no home field advantage. So I don't really see. I don't. It's not like oh, we got a home crowd behind us after a tough loss. It's like no, you don't have a home crowd. Steelers will probably be more fans in that stadium, and I think that's a lot of points for a good defense. Right. Okay. So the the Pittsburgh quarterback might be Delvin Devlin Hodges. Great name. He went to Samford University. He was undrafted. He was getting no reps. Samford Lions? Samford what? 
I think you're right. Sanford was, Lions. Let's go with that. Sanford Lions, yeah. They're, go Lions. Um, shout out to our good friends in Alabama, where Birmingham, Alabama, where Sanford is. That's where Sanford is? Uh, yes. Fun oh, fact. I, I honestly thought Sanford was in the Northeast. Me too, until just now. Is, is it really in Alabama? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That is the fact of the day. That's why you listen to this podcast. I guarantee you, no one will know that. It's a private listen. Christian university in, in Alabama. Are we sure this is right, Sanford? Uh, it's what I clicked on. <laughs> what conference are they in? Uh, I don't know. All right, know. too much Sanford talk. Sorry, too much Sanford talk. <laughs> They're the Anyways. Bulldogs. Hey, go Bulldogs. Okay, okay. This guy was getting no reps, so that that's why the line is is seven. He was. We're taking it. We might even go. We might even go Steelers money line. I kind of like it. I always like when these random guys come in. Uh, but if he gets hurt, then 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 it's just disaster. But Chargers overrated. Hunter Henry coming back though. Uh, they might be a team to kind of hop on here. Hunter Henry has torn his ACL four times. Ridiculous. They still don't have German James. I don't care. Get it out of there. Okay. All right. Done. All right. Anything else, Parker? Uh, yeah. We should take a money line, money line underdog parlay uh, later in the week and post it on Twitter. That's all I got. Okay. Done. Thank you guys for listening. It is always our week. Let's continue to get rich.